0: I decided to let you in on a little secret, something I probably shouldn't tell you as someone who makes a living helping people buy and sell houses. Moving sucks. My family and I have a rather complicated residential history, and we've had to move more frequently than we originally hoped. So what? Big deal, everybody moves. Everyone gets to a point in the process of packing where they question why they even decided to move in the first place. Usually it's around the time you realize that there are still boxes you haven't unpacked from the last time you moved. But honestly, I think some of you will agree, moving sucks. Especially when your move is not your move. What do I mean by that? I mean when it's ultimately brought on by circumstances beyond your control. Moving is always hard. But, typically, the pain of leaving old memories behind is dulled by the excitement of moving on to bigger and better things. But the truth of the matter is that many people are forced to relocate for a variety of reasons. And without the hope of something better on the horizon, this can be a devastating turn of events. This hard truth had a profound effect on me, personally. It caused me to really take a look at my life and career, and in many ways, It was the catalyst for developing a new mission and vision for my business. The main reason was that I kept seeing the faces of people who have no choice but to move. Maybe they're getting older and can't maintain the large home they've lived in for decades, or maybe they've fallen on hard times and cannot financially afford to stay in their home. Whatever the case may be, I'm sure this hits home for a lot of people. I wanted to give you a little bit of our backstory. My wife and I were married in 2005. We happily rented a two-bedroom apartment for dirt cheap, but it was far away from family, so we decided to move. For years, we both had heard about how renting was essentially throwing your money away. So, being young and naive, and with no kids, we decided to wade into the uncharted waters of home ownership. It was the American dream! We bought a small condo, 748 square feet, in December 2006, at what was, unbeknownst to us, the height of the real estate market. We loved our new place, and best of all, we had ourselves a good old-fashioned investment. We brought our first son home from the hospital in February 2008. Then came the Great Recession, when the real estate bubble burst and home values plummeted. Again, unbeknownst to us, our condo association had had some legal issues, lawsuits, etc., which caused them to lose their FHA certification. I want to give you a brief real estate lesson. FHA stands for Federal Housing Authority. It's a mortgage product that's backed by the government, which allows first-time homebuyers with little savings to buy a home with only 3.5% down at the time of purchase. Condos are very attractive for first-time homebuyers, as well as folks who are looking to downsize as they get older. This means that many condos are purchased using either 1. the FHA loan for young buyers with little savings, or 2. with cash proceeds from the sale of a larger home. In the case of cash purchases, oftentimes people will sell their homes for less since they're getting cash, which does not really help in driving up home values. Take away the ability to obtain FHA financing, and you basically cripple any condo owners from being able to sell their condo at a fair value. Not to mention that people had been approved for mortgages for years with very little regulation, which led to a ton of foreclosures. Foreclosures, no FHA financing, and cash-only purchases left people in dire straits and unable to sell their condos. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming. That's exactly what happened to us and thousands of other people. Maybe even you. Our home value fell by more than 20%. Coupled with the fact that we financed 96.5% of it, it meant we were underwater. Fast forward to 2010. We now had two small boys in our little condo and felt trapped. We attempted to sell it in 2011, which in hindsight was a complete waste of our time and our realtor's time. I don't even remember if we had a single showing. In 2012, thanks to the advice of a very helpful realtor, we were able to refinance using the HARP program, which saved us on our monthly mortgage payment. We decided to rent out our condo and then try to rent a larger home as a primary dwelling. We soon realized that the difference in rent costs when moving from a two-bedroom to a three-bedroom was nearly 50%. Miraculously, we found this cool, almost abandoned farmhouse in Lansdale, Pennsylvania that was being rented for less than our mortgage payment and condo fees. And we fell in love. Sure, the roof leaked, the floors had holes, and it was incredibly inefficient as far as utilities were concerned, but we were getting a home that we would never be able to afford otherwise. So we quickly signed the lease and prayed fervently that God would find us a tenant for our condo. Believe me, being a landlord has certainly added some gray hairs to my luxurious mane, but it was worth it to have a backyard and an old-fashioned country home, almost all to ourselves. Now, we knew that one of the reasons the home was so cheap was because the landlords were going to eventually develop the land and put new homes on the property. But that always seemed to be really far in the future. We didn't pay much attention to it. Fast forward to 2005. We heard rumblings that the township approval process was moving more quickly than anticipated, and the likelihood that development could begin sooner than later was increasing. So this put me and my wife in a bit of an uncertain position. Our thought process was, what if they ask us to move out when there's nothing available that meets our needs? Plus, we didn't want to go through another winter in that home if we were not going to be there long term. Because though we loved our house, the pipes had frozen every winter. And the previous winter, we went without hot water for two weeks. We decided that we needed to give our notice so that we could be partially in control of our moving time frame. So we began looking for our next home and thankfully we were able to find something that met our immediate needs, even though it wasn't a long-term solution. The problem was that it was in a neighboring town that we were unfamiliar with and was about half the size of our farmhouse. But we were thankful to have found something for this next, albeit short, season of life. This place would allow us to save some money and hopefully position us to one day be able to buy our forever home, even if we were never able to sell the old albatross. It wasn't ideal, but we pacified ourselves with the truth that we knew it was only temporary. However, I was dumbfounded by the emotional toll that this move had on me and my wife. I just couldn't understand it. I mean, we lived in our condo for five and a half years and in our farmhouse for only three and a half. But for some reason, this move was much harder on us. Why is that? I think it's because the farmhouse was, in a strange way, the fulfillment to a dream we thought would not come true. When we were stuck underwater in our condo, we never imagined that we could live in a farmhouse. The ability to have a home where we could entertain, a place where our kids could run around outside and enjoy the fresh air a place where some of our sweetest memories were made. I'll always remember how beautiful the home looked when my wife would decorate for autumn and Christmas. I'll always cherish the cups of coffee that my wife and I shared on the back porch swing at dusk. I'll never forget watching my boys jumping into their play pool in the backyard and laughing uncontrollably. (sighs) And I'll always laugh when I remember all of the ridiculous things that we put up with for three and a half years simply because we loved that house so much. We tried to make a list of all the things we wouldn't miss. Believe me, there were a ton of things. But the things we missed were just too weighty to ignore. Did we want to move? No. And this is why I had to reevaluate my life and business model as someone who works in real estate. This experience changed me and I can't help but wonder what it must be like for others who are forced to move when it's not their decision. What about the foster child who finally settles in only to be told that it's time to move on? What about the elderly couple who spends decades raising their children and grandchildren only to have father time take away their dream home and place it with some small condo? What about people who fall on hard times and can only stand back and watch as the bank forecloses on their home? With everything positive that comes with moving, I believe that we as a society has somehow forgotten just how emotionally and physically draining it can be, especially for the people who have no other choice. That's why I decided to make a change in my business, and why I'm challenging other folks to look out for others who maybe don't have the home they always dreamed of having. I truly believe that we can do our part to ensure that people have a safe place where new memories can be made, a true place they can call home. If you enjoyed watching this video, then I encourage you to go to www.realpersonrealneeds.com to get a free copy of my Real Estate Manifesto. Thanks a lot for watching, and Godspeed.